nigga was acting a fool on this job. Check that check. Now that's it. Mano, 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 BJ, 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 Chase a check. Never che well, you know what? Chasing a check then got me some trouble this week. What's up with the stocks, man? This ain't nothing but cyberbullying. This ain't nothing but another form of peer pressure. That got me out here spending all this money on stocks. When I say the word ignorant, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just trying to miss the boat, you Everybody all of a sudden... Work for Bloomberg. Everybody's a financial advisor, financial analyst. Niggas talking about the dip. I'm like, come on now, man. I'm a victim, though. You understand what I'm saying? I'm not going to say that like I'm better than anybody else. I done fell victim. And uh, it just is what it is. I know, like I said, I'm, I don't know nothing about stocks. All right. I just jumped in in September when the Tesla Apple split went down. That was my introductory to really hopping into the stocks. And if I'm keeping it a bean, I hopped on that because of social media. I felt like I was missing something. But that, that actually worked out pretty well for the boy. But everything that's going on, man, right now, this week, last week and a half, two weeks, it's, it's, been, it's, been, it's been wild. And I, I, I've been messing around, spending three, four, five hundred dollars a day. Everything red. Whole portfolio sitting at red lights. You hear me? So, I, I mean, like I said, I blame myself, but I really blame y'all. This, I mean, this ain't, this ain't what my timeline about. But like I said, that, that peer pressure is a mother. You know what I'm saying? And I, I'd, rather, I'd rather go broke thinking I'm going to miss the boat than be out here trying to save my money than everybody be up. And I'd be salty. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't come up. So we, we about to bring in the man, Camden Chris, man. We're we going to get into it. Hopefully, Camden Chris, financial advisor, he works in finance. He's an auditor and all that good stuff. Hopefully, he, he can he can shed some light and some clarity and help me and you, because I know I ain't the only one, get our portfolio straight, maybe, and maybe get some money. Camden Chris, what's good, homie? Yeah, yeah, what's going on, bro? Ain't, ain't, ain't too much. One of my Delaware State Hornet alumni. So listen, I've already explained to the people... I don't know if you've been listening to the show thus far, how overwhelming the whole the whole stock game has been. So I had to call on an expert, man. Oh man, don't call me that, man. I'm no expert. Man. <laughs> I'm some other guy trying to make some money. I just follow. I just follow the market, man. That's all I do. All right, I hear that. So listen, we 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 gonna start from the rip, man. What what's going on right now? Because everybody on my timeline works for Bloomsburg. Everybody's a goddamn financial analyst. What exactly, or in the lamest terms, like we said, this ain't rocket science. Let's keep it simple. What's going on with AMC and um, GameStop? GameStop and BlackBerry and everything. So what you're seeing is, a, is folks trying to find opportunities to make money in situations where head funds took real, real bad bets or real risky bets. And, and something that's called a um, short interest flow, uh, where they look to, you know, borrow these stocks at a at a at a at a premium price, hoping that they can sell them on the market and buy them back at a discounted price and making a profit that way. 
and but I wanted to tell people like AMC, BlackBerry, those are not the same as GameStop because GameStop, first of all, it was overshorted. So when someone says it's overshorted, it's overshorted over a hundred percent, meaning that they shorted the stock more than the stocks are available at hand for them to buy back. And that's where you get this opportunity to create a short squeeze where folks can buy the stock where you say, you know, we're going to buy the stock, raise up the price, jack up the price. And these hedge fund guys, they have to come back and buy those securities because they're obligated contractually to buy these securities at whatever price it is, which is called like a gamma squeeze. So you have people that talks about like, Oh, a short sale and a put option. It's totally two different things. When you do a put option, you know what your risks are. Wherever you lay on the table, that's your risk. But with a short sell, there's unlimited risk because the price can be infinity. And that was what's being created with GameStop. Now, with AMC and BlackBerry... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on Chris. Can I stop you there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think you might have missed the part where I said this ain't rocket science, people. All right, so, so we got to keep this <laughs> as simple as possible. And I'm not even just asking... Uh, for the people, I'm asking for myself as well. All right, so GameStop, I'm not even sure what it means to borrow a share, but so basically, <clears throat> they got some shares, okay, and they ha- and they got to pay it back because they, they didn't do the regular thing. They, they got like a contract, so they had to give it back. Pretty much, they 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 borrowed they they borrowed the shares from a broker. That's the that's the middleman. Let me put it down layman terms. I get what you're going. So they borrowed the shares from like a middleman, you know, to 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 sell them on the market at a premium price. And hopefully they're betting that the price will go down. So when they buy them back, they can cover, you know, that premium discount between what it was, what was, what was it borrowed for based on what the current price is going for at that time when they closed their position. That's what, that's what the short sell is in layman terms. Now is that legal? Yeah, it's legal. It's happened before, but it only plays out with the big guys. You know, it, it's usually, it's, it's honestly some shit that you've probably seen on billions, you know, where you've right. got people coming in trying to get ownership of a company by buying the stocks and stuff like that. That's that's pretty much what you, you see a lot of times in the market. It happens time for time. Um, but the problem this time is the, the little guys, us, the public, got in on it because we realized what was going on. On Reddit, right? That was available. Right. On Reddit, yeah, on Reddit, on YouTube, on, on other types of you know, forums and platforms of that nature. And they see what was going on. They said, holy fuck, we can squeeze these fuckers if we all get together and buy it. And they, you know, they, they kind of got behind it and, and, and got got some volume behind it and kept, you know, kept making noise. And, and and people seeing that, you know, hey, this is starting to look profitable. It went from four dollars, it went to ten dollars, it went to twenty dollars, and now you're starting to, you know, draw attention to it. You know, ten to twenty dollars, that's a hundred percent gain. So people who's been looking in the market, they're like, Well, this is my next opportunity and they started to you know get behind it a lot. All right. So so at this point, so before we get into the other stocks, with GameStop, it's it's all said and done with, right? Right. So if you're a regular person and you haven't hopped on, on GameStop, it's over. Oh, see, uh, first and foremost, I just want to tell you, every, any and everyone, I'm not a financial advisor. I can't give you any advice. This is solely just my opinion. The squeeze is happening. You you can tell the squeeze is happening because look at the stock price today. It, it, it opened up at, like, I mean, pre-market hours trading around, like, $400. Then they told us we couldn't fucking buy it anymore. So that forced panic sale. 
caused everybody to sell it. Those sales got scooped up by a bunch of hedge funds who's looking to cover their positions. They already lost billions of dollars. All they're, looking, all they're looking to do is to find out exactly how much they're about to lose. They don't know how much they're going to lose. So they're trying to scoop up as many shares as they can. The squeeze is still happening. You can tell it's still happening because what happened to the price after after 11 o'clock? You know, the, the price went down. Now, I'm just thinking on the top of my head. I think it was like to like 150 range. And then where it's trading at right now in after hours is almost $300. So the squeeze is still happening. We just don't know where the price is going. But if they would have let it openly happen, and these, these guys wouldn't have a job tomorrow. You know? That, that, that whole so let me ask time. you this. So a regular person can hop on, but the apps are hating right now, right? The app's not letting you jump in, even though you still can. Nope, they're not letting you jump in. So so, so there's, there's different type of restrictions that happen. So Robinhood not letting you drop in, drop in, hop in at all. If you had an option on a contract, if you didn't have the money in your account to exercise that option, so when I say an option, I say you, you buy an option hoping that the stock will go up. It's called a call. It's called a call option. You're betting that the stock is going to go up, and if it goes up, you know, you can buy that stock at a discounted price. But if you don't have that amount of money available in your account, they're not letting you exercise the option to, 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 to buy it, and they're just forcing people to sell it, as well as for folks that just bought the stock just individually. So you just own five stocks. They're not allowing you to buy more. They're making you sell it. And, and what that's causing is, is, like I said again, it's just a bunch of panic sell. So people can still get in, um, maybe tomorrow, what they're talking about, but they already told us, hey, we're going to monitor the situation, and we may be still limiting sales or or, or or buying of these securities. So it's risky as fuck to get in because you don't know what they're going to do. Right. Like, you don't know what... Like, we're, we're playing in the game. They keep moving the goddamn goalposts. Let's put it like that. Right, 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 right. All right. So, so, so outside of that, I mean, how, how long have you been into the stocks? Ah, man. I, I think I, I got into the stocks around like 2016, 2017. I was, I was working... Uh, and I, I live out here in Virginia. And I was working uh, in, in the area um, near, near, near like the uh, near, near, near close to DC. You know, you know, one of my coworkers, Asian guy. You know, he kind of picked me on the game. And I was like, hold up, this this is real. And you know, he kind of he kind of gave me the baseline. And you know, I just kept asking questions, and I kept asking questions to myself and finding answers on the internet. You know, and just doing a bunch of reading and listening and, and things of that nature. All right, so my my next question is, so for the regular people, and I know regular, uh, that word is, is kind of relative, right? But let's just say, because, like I said, on my timeline, everybody's a goddamn financial analyst now, right? Everybody's like, all the memes and everything is like, oh, you got to be on stocks. You always got to be on stocks. I mean, two weeks ago, you had to be on Dior's. Now, now everybody's buying stocks, right? <laughs> What's a good amount of money, like I said, for a regular person, let's say a regular person making 50 grand a year. What's a, let's, let's put it this way. For a person making fifty grand a year, right? What's a good way for them to start their stock portfolio? Yeah, that's a good question. I think at first and foremost, it all depends on that person's risk appetite. So when I say risk appetite, it's like how much are you okay with losing all? Because when you're investing, you gotta be under. You have to understand that what you putting out there in the market can eventually go to zero. So if you're starting with any amount of money, it has to be what you're comfortable with losing. And then moving on from there. If there's not a set amount, 
then you can you can invest in uh, you can invest incrementally. You, know, you can invest ten dollars a week, twenty dollars a week. You're still investing in the market, and over time it will pay off. Because if you look at this, if you look at the stock market from a historical perspective, if you look at the if you look at the you pull up the the, the stock market since the beginning to now. The sentiment of the stock stock market. When I say intense, the sentiment. The way the stock has continued to climb or how the stock has reacted has always went up. There has been times where it went down, but the main the main sentiment of the stock market is always going up. So that's why they say invest early and continue to invest because your money that you're investing is going to keep the bill. You're going to keep accumulating wealth. So, it, again, I think it all depends on that person's risk appetite, you know, how much you're willing to risk. But, you know, starting off this door incrementally. Don't I tell people this now. I had a friend, you know, he was looking to drop 10 G's into the market. I said, yo, don't don't just drop that 10 G's in the market at one time. Do it incrementally. You can't you can't time the market. You can't time like this is a good time to get in. Like what we seen back in 2020, like during the dips, like, you know, March 20, everybody jumped in. That's not normal, bro. Like 100%, 150% gains are not normal. So people got used to getting those type of gains and thinking, oh, I can just drop this bread in $10. I'm going to turn this 10 to 20 and next thing you know, they down five Gs, and they're like, you know, I'm getting out of this. This ain't for me. And, then, and now they they look at investing as they look at it like, nah, it's gambling. When really, it's, it's it's not gambling. You just got to be conservative and understand how some type of fundamentals and, and, and things you get into, and not really chasing 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 games or chasing things that's already right. up 120 percent. Right. So, do you feel like the stock is more of a long game, right? It can be both. You can be short term. It all depends on your strategy. You know, it all depends on what what are you trying to get out the market. You know, for me, I do both. I do long term. I have a long term portfolio, and I have a short term portfolio. I use my short term portfolio for like swing trades. Now, what I mean by swing trades, you know, I get in, I, I get in on, I get in on a stock. You know, while while it's you know while it's low or it doesn't have much momentum. You know, the price isn't really moving a lot. I get in, you know, and I'm, and I'm waiting for it. You know, make a climb, and then I get out, and I take that money and I move on to the next stock. That's more of a swing trade, short trading type of idea. But then you, you have successful investors that do long-term, but a, how patient are you with your long-term investments? You know, you might right. put a thousand dollars in, you check back six months, it only made you a hundred dollars. You're like, man, I can do more with this money somewhere else. But don't you feel like it's probably more, so what do you think is better? Just having your money, like for example, I use Wells Fargo, right? What do you think is, is better? Just having your money sitting in Wells Fargo checking account? Or having it just in the stocks, right? So that, no, I, I think yeah, I, I think I think you people need to understand you need to have both. You need to diversify. You shouldn't have your money in either. A hundred percent. Well, some well stocks, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel that. But my point is, like, bank. if the money gonna be sitting around, me personally, I feel like it's better to be in the stocks, and that's kind of what made me jump into it. So, so I guess the question is, if you had to choose between the stocks or, or a saving account, which one would you choose? Right, because because with the stocks, are there any what type of bank account can give you the same kind of kick that a a stock can give you? None, none. But I, I guess the question I ask you is, what's the what's the risk of you putting your money in a bank account instead of putting your money into the stock market? The risk in the stock market, you can lose it all. The risk in the in the bank is you're covered up to two hundred two hundred fifty thousand, you know, mm-hmm. for for every every account you got. So, you know, that's, 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 that's the limit you get. Like you're, you're protecting your money. You're not, you're not, you're not using it. That's why I say like, you should diversify. You should, 
You should keep some in your savings. You should use some to invest, you know, kind of spread it out. Make sure you still got a baseline where, you know, you're able to take care of your bills for, you know, six to nine months, you know. When I say bills, I mean all your bills. Everything you pay for, you should be able to take care of for six to nine months, hopefully. And and, and then, you know, anything left over, you know, let, let me take this money and invest it so I can continue to make my money grow. Because at the end of the day, um, inflation is always going to be here. Right now, it's kind of stagnant, but inflation is still is still going to come, and prices are always going to go up. So a dollar today is never worth what a dollar be tomorrow. Right, right, right. No, no, I feel that. All right, so when you say, okay, so you're you're well diversified, I guess, Christopher. Um, you got short term, you got long term, you got swings. I didn't even bother to ask you what the, what the hell a swing is. But <laughs> my question is, for the short term plays, um, basically you're trying to buy and make your money. How do you find this information? And I kind of asked you on Facebook, like what's your routine when it comes to like, how, well, first I'm going to ask you, what's your routine? Then we can get to what the people should do. But what's your routine um, when it comes to the stock market? Is it something like you start in the morning or do you read the night before? Or like, um, how, how do you pretty much know what's going on in that world? It's it's all about what you like, what's your entertainment? You know, some some folks like to, you know, watch a bunch of sports. You know, ESPN, I, I, I honestly haven't been watching much sports or, or I say I, I've been watching sports, but not much ESPN or first take and things of that nature. I'm taking that time to watch the stock market news, um, read up on new articles on stocks that I'm following. Um, and, and it does kind of start the day before. It starts, it starts, it starts weeks before. And kind of give you a, 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 a background, like when I first started investing, I was following this one company called DVAX. Um, it's a pharmaceutical company. You know, I wanted to get into these like opportunities to make gains on pharmaceutical. And this is like one of the first stocks I was looking to buy. You know, and I found out, you know, they, they had real good clinical trials for like a, a breast cancer uh, treatment, you know, and they were going into trial two and FDA was going to get ready to approve it and things of that nature. And, you know, I'm following the stock and it was trading at like $9. I'm like, yo, I'm about to get into this shit. This shit about to pop, right? When they drop that clinical research trial and when it passed, I'm, I'm in. Well, about 3 o'clock, the this, this stock got halted, right? I'm like, what the hell? Why did it get halted? Never knew what the halt was at that time. Stock got halted. They said they're halting the trade until, you know, the results come out. Results come out, that stock bloomed up to like $24. And that's why I was like, you know what? I gotta. I really gotta understand what I'm getting myself into. And from that day forward, I just really started to soak up as much information and material that I can. And that starts with again, watching, reading, and, and it becomes part of your, it becomes a part of your daily life where you're like you're, you're you're looking up information or you're trying to find information where you can get an edge on others. You know, it's, it's first in, first out. You know, if, if you're first to the stocks or you're first, you're you're if you're in the front of the line. You know, on that stock, when you get in before others, well, you know, you got opportunities, you know, to make gains that other people are going to try to get in on the back end. And by the time they get on the back end, you're selling your stocks to them. You already made your profit. All right, here, here, I made my profit. You can go ahead and try to make yours, but I'm, I'm good on the stock. I'm moving on. So I, I think it starts it, start, it starts with the person, not, not a particular day. It's more of a habit and, and really taking the time to research, you know. If you got any questions, whatever question you have, just look it up on YouTube. Look it up on Google. And just keep digging further down into the pages. All right, all right. I hear all that. All right, let's get into my portfolio. All right. Well, now, up, baby. now, now, we, now we are then. Whoa, 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 my man, chill out. All right. Because <laughs> I don't know if I should or I don't know if I should or I shouldn't. All right. But first, still trying to hold the line. <laughs> so it sounds like I should have been out of there, huh? Uh, I mean, shit, you still in, man. I mean, I mean, right now, it popped back up. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I, mean, I can't get that. All right, hold on. I'm, I'm, listen, first of all, I'm, I might be the only person I know that use Webull, all right? And mind you, for the record, for the record, 
I ain't looked at this thing all day because it's too much going on. It's, it's stressful. It's stressful. Because like Camden, I know, I've known Camden, I don't know, 10, 15 years by now. The way my personality is set up, I'd literally rather, if somebody say, do this, do that, do that to make some money, I'd rather do that and lose all my paper than, have, than somebody give me that advice, I don't do it, than everybody get money. I wouldn't be able to live with myself. You feel me? Because I, I don't mind going broke. I done been broke before, and I still look good. You feel me? So with that being said, you know, I'm on social media. I'm living my life. I'm minding my business. And all of a sudden, I'm being overwhelmed with all this stock advice. And I'm pretty sure that I haven't, I've been overwhelmed with all this advice, not from the most reputable sources, all right? Now, my stock career started in September. I'm not going to sit up here on this microphone now like I've been doing this for years. In September, again, social media. This is what you call peer pressure. I Listen, the drugs, the alcohol, all that good stuff. I was, I was always able to curve the peer pressure. You feel me? But here we are, all right? Social media, when the Tesla and Apple joint went down, right? And I'm seeing everybody go crazy. Now, listen, I don't, I don't follow the, the most, you know, educational people in the world, the most up-to-date, the most financial, you know what I'm saying? I follow some regular people. So when I seen them talking about the stocks and Apple and Tesla, I'm like, hold up, I might got to get into that. So, so that's when I first jumped in. You feel me? So I, I, grabbed a, I grabbed a couple Apples, maybe a bushel or so, caught me a, a couple Teslas, and now I'm in the game. You feel me? Now, over time, it's, it's doing all right. I mean, I'm, like I said, I'm looking at it now. I don't be in this all day. The Tesla's up about 90%. You know what I'm saying? The Apple 20. I'm cool with that. But over the past couple weeks, with everything going on, even you, Camden, Chris, Ask, all you niggas in the chat, uh, BG, Y'all, y'all had me grabbing some bullshit. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna keep it real. I'm gonna keep it real, with y'all. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm, I, what did you grab? That's all right, so all right, all right. So I, I had to get it off my chest before I start. All right, so let's, let's go over your portfolio, and I'll tell you where where your risks were. All right, now listen. Like I said, like I said, I'm not I'm not that deep in. I got my Tesla, I got my Apple. Now the other day, and I'm shot my boy Ask out. He dropped something in the chat. C I D M. Yeah, yeah, and I, and I kept asking him. No, Does that ring a bell? Yeah, yeah. I kept it's like centigram or something like. That. I was like, what do they do? Now listen, I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it transparent with the people, okay? I just dropped it in the joint. I jumped in. I get it at a dollar forty. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I jump in a dollar forty. Listen, I'm keeping it real with the people. I jumped into the dollar forty. Now I'm not gonna tell you how many I grabbed. All right, but I, I jumped in. I, for me and my lifestyle, I call it relatively heavy. All right, and right now we down to a dollar twenty-seven. All right, it's not that bad. So, so something like that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go through more because it's not many. So I got, I got, I got that going on in, in the portfolio. Now I got a tip from the homie down in Atlanta about Jaguar Health, and I don't want to talk too deep into this because she's actually the, yeah. the person who got me. You ever heard of Jaguar Health? Not even following. It sounds like it's a small cap, small cap type of stock. All right, well, anyway, she, she told me to jump on that. She told me, listen, I got, I got some, long story short, I grabbed that at about $3.71, and we down to $3.10. Now, the, the problem with all this stuff is I don't like to lose. You feel me? So anytime we're in the red, I'm never hopping out in the red. I'm, I'm going to ride this motherfucker. To, I'd rather go to zero. You feel me? And, and I'm not sure I got the, the right mentality for the stocks. But listen, I'm going to ride it all the way down to the greed. And I hopped in on a Jag. I jumped in the Jag a little heavier than I dropped in the, even on, on the CIDM. You feel me? And now this brings me to the AMC, all right? 
the AMC, which <laughs> even in the chat I had to ask, is what the hell is AMC? AMC I? It's, it's a lot of AMCs. So, it's just this. It's just it's just AMC, and then it's the, I guess to go back, I, I'll tell you what you what you. I wouldn't say where you fucked that bag. I really don't know much about either one of these stocks. I haven't done the research, but the first first thing you need to understand is that what you drop, what you what you just hopped into is 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 almost or or it could be a penny stock. It's almost trading at a penny stock level. So when a stock goes below a dollar and it stays below a dollar, it the Nasdaq can say, "Yo, my nigga, if you don't get over a dollar, we're gonna kick you off the stock." So so, so this is CIDM then. Yeah, I mean, even Jaguar Health, they're only, I mean, they're above a dollar right now. I mean, they're 100% above a dollar, almost 200% above a dollar. But if you look at oh, it okay, okay, a, okay. a, a long-term perspective or, or a couple of years, I'm pretty sure if it's climbing now, it's probably underneath a dollar. So you're dealing with a real small cat type of stock. When I say small cat, we're talking about a stock that can be trading. That When I say a small cat, like it's only worth between maybe 100 to $300 million. So when the stock is only worth between 100 and $300 million, there's a lot of manipulation that can happen to that stock if one person who owns 20% of the stock says, you know what, I'm offloading all this shit. The price can just go all the way down, and they can come back in when you guys decide to sell. Like, I'm done with this stock. They come back in and scoop it out at even lower price. So you got to be you gotta be mindful of dealing with, like, small type of small cap stocks like that unless you understand what their business model is and what they're doing from a fundamental perspective. See, people chase prices. I don't chase price, chase fundamentals. Understand what the stock does. What 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 advantage do they have in their in their sector? You know, what what, what are they bringing to, to to that industry that they're trading in that's going to give them advantage to their peers? And not just what the price is, what the price of the stock is, and what the price of the stock was a couple of days ago. And I I'll, I'll even admit I've I've been chasing a couple of stocks, and I said, you know what? I, like I said, I closed my position on Robinhood. I got fucking tired of them today. I said, fuck y'all. But but I, I got I got I got caught into chasing stocks because it was just rising and I'm like yo I, I don't want to miss out on these games and like you said you you don't want to miss out because other people are making money and I I had to take a step back I said yo I need I got to get back to my fundamentals of finding stocks that are good stocks from a fundamental perspective from a technical perspective and they got good news that's following behind it not no shit where the CEO just got fired and oh it just <laughs> dipped twenty it just dipped twenty percent let me get it they might go back up you don't right, know if they're right. gonna go back up. How you you know what the next CEO they get is even going to be worse. You know, right. like I, I looked up CEOs of companies. I checked the I checked the track record. For example, oh boy, when they LinkedIn and everything. <laughs> I did ask I am like you know I, I told I told the chat about NNDM. I'm like yo, these niggas got crazy technology. They got they got they got contracts with the army. Woo woo woo. You know they, they doing shit that's never been done before. I'm like I had, I had to take a step back. I said yo, how's a company in Israel uh, uh, got a patent for like 3D printing? And I said yo, well hold up, time out. Israel is a real small country, right? But you think about the folks that's in space, right? You got Russia, you got China, you got United States, and you got Israel. Israel is one of the most advanced countries when it comes to technology. So I was like, yo, these motherfuckers just came up with some shit for 3D printing to, to manufacture chips and computers, aviation, all that shit. First of their kind. No one else can do it. I said, oh, yeah, this is a stock to buy right here. This is a stock to buy and hold. So mm-hmm. I understood the fundamentals, and I looked up the CEO and I see, oh, he has connections to the U.S. market. He he, he knew folks. He he worked at I think it was Lockheed Martin. Like he knew folks. I'm like, oh, he, he has a good success background of building up companies. I'm like, yeah, I can get behind this nigga and, and things like that. So back to your point is like you like looking at your portfolio or things that you get into. You got to do some type of research first. Like I'm like, yo, what the fuck did they do first? I'm yeah, I'm, I'm tired. Yeah, I'm tired of letting your niggas work for me. You niggas, all you niggas is fired. 
Okay. <laughs> All you niggas inspired. So in other words, people, Cameron is telling me I'm, I'm in trouble. All right, moving on. So a- a- AMC. All right, this is another one. I seen shit going down. I jump in. All right. Nothing. Let me just stop you right now. Let me just go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. Go ahead. What you got to say, man? What you got to no, say? No, 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 no. I want, I want to hear what you got. I'm just gonna piggyback off what you. All right. So listen. I jump in on AMC. Listen, people. Again, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I jump in. Right. I think I jump in 8:30 in the morning. Cameron like, yo, bro, you you gotta chill. Let that jump open because it's gonna drop. And I think at that point it was like twenty two dollars. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, all right, bet I cancel it. You feel me? So when it, when the joint opened, it did what, it, what you said. It started dropping. But that joint was dribbling, dog. It was going up and down like a mug. So I, I hop in at 1650, right? Mm-hmm. And it's doing whatever it's doing. It started dropping some more. So, you know, I, listen, I have no stock history again, people. I do watch a lot of billions. So when it went down, I said, well, fuck it, I'm buying in some more. All right? <laughs> I'm thinking I'm I'm thinking I'm watching the Eagles game. I'm thinking I'm I'm gonna just believe some more and we're gonna pull this out. Man, I got my average down to about eleven dollars. All right. <laughs> currently. <laughs> currently, I got currently I'm down thirty percent. Okay, okay. All right. Okay. So at this point, just tell me straight up. Cause I don't even like I said, I didn't do the, my, my proper due diligence. I d I didn't read how I should have read. Should I just sell this joint and go on about my day, man? Is the show over? So, so uh, all right. Let me give you a background on AMC. So, I was, I was already, already had AMC. Of course, you I, did. I asked my, I, well, well, this is the reason why I asked myself. And the same, when the same, I, I played the airlines at first too. I got the fuck out because they, they started to trip out. I was like, yeah, y'all, y'all. I made my money. I said, you know, I, I'll get back to y'all later. But ask yourself, what's wrong with the assets? What's wrong with movie theaters? Everybody still gonna want to take people on dates. Kids still want to go to the movie theaters. There's nothing wrong with the asset. Movie films, how do they make most of their money? Like, you know, you think of Avengers. They made they made over a billion dollars from what? Not just by streaming it on HBO and Netflix. They make their money from movie theaters, selling tickets. If and ever COVID goes away, hopefully, the movie theaters are still going to be there. Right. They just, again, there's nothing wrong with the asset. So in a situation like that, and you understand that part of it, or you think that's a good reason for you to hold it, just hold the stock because if you go back to look at their history before all COVID happened, it was trading about twenty five to thirty dollars. So it's still upside there where you can just hold for a, a longer term type of perspective and get money that way, rather than just like selling it right now and then you're going to get mad like, damn man, I wish I would have held it. And now look at it, it's going back. To right. I mean, it, like I said, if COVID, when COVID goes away, I'm I'm, I'm claiming it's going to go away. When it goes away, the mobile theaters are opening back up. The airlines are opening back up. There's nothing wrong with the planes. There's nothing wrong. With, there's nothing wrong with with the, with the buildings or the movie theaters. There's nothing functionally wrong with them. There's nothing wrong with the model. Only thing that's wrong right now is the pandemic. So it's still a it's a good long term play. People, I think where you got caught in that was the price movement of it. You thought like, oh, this is a nice swing play, and that's what I was telling folks. I said, yo, damn, I was swinging. And I didn't even know it. Yeah, you swinging at something that's you swinging thinking it's about to be the next GameStop, and I was telling people like, "Yo, this that's not GameStop. GameStop is, is a totally different scenario. Like that, what happened with GameStop was 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 a fundamental scenario. What happened with AMC was a momentum scenario where people just bought up the stock. They just just buying up like, oh, well, it's shorted. Let's keep buying it. Well, yeah, people kept buying it. They bought it all the way up because a lot of retail investors and things like that got in it. But that's not that wasn't the stock to get into if you're looking for a, a, a big squeeze like you've seen in GameStop. 
All right. All right. Well, well, listen. So, in other words, if I can afford it, I should just stay where I'm at because eventually you think it'll bounce back. In your professional, non-professional opinion. Yeah, my non-professional opinion, man. If you're okay with with, with losing it all, you know, and if you or you want to look at it, if you if you think can the stock really crash though? Can this shit really go to zero? I mean, I mean, from my understanding from AMC, they already got you know um, assistance, you know, regarding like they're not going bankrupt. You know, they have they have leverage. Um, you know, where, where folks have brought into the business, you know, to help them through uh, the pandemic. So they still have um, opportunities to operate. But the question is, will they be able to generate a profit? Yeah, they may have revenue, which is good. Yeah, they're going to get revenue back. But once they get that revenue back, what are they going to do with it? They got to pay off debt. Why? You know, where did that come from? Well, they haven't had any sales. They got all these goddamn movie theaters out there well someone got to pay someone still got to keep the lights on there the way you like to say bills still got to get paid you know so, so they're they're leveraging you know their stock shares and they're, and they're issuing stocks and, and let me cover that i don't know if they're issuing shop but they're 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 getting um assistance from from new investors to help them through this wave and hoping that they can get back to some sort of recovery right 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 all right so listen i appreciate you rapping with me bro before i get you out of here <clears throat> now this is for the people do you got a banger? Like, do you got one that you know about to go crazy? In nah, your professional, nah, non-professional? Oh, he don't want to give it up, people. Nah, nah, you ain't nah, got nah, one for the people. I mean, I'll just say, uh, all right, the, the one, the one, the one I made good, uh, good, good amount. He's stuttering everything, y'all. Come on, man. Nah, talk, nah, talk nah, clearly nah, to nah, the people. What's going on, man? It's, it's honestly, I, I think, I think, I think NNDM. Like I said, I, I, I had NNDM since like May. I, had, I sold out. I sold out of my position. I locked in my game. NNDM, just, just look it up. With, and the reason why I say NNDM, and the reason why I was really fucking confident in it, and it, if if you guys are new to the market and you've been following the market somewhat um, since September, maybe earlier, you know about like a arc arc fund. Um, it, it's it's a it's a fund manager named Kathy Woods. She's one of the first persons to be bullish. When I say bullish, she thought the price is going to go up with Tesla as well as Bitcoin. I got in before that before she bought. NNDM. She bought NNDM in probably like October, November. You can find this information on our website. They're very transparent with their information. I got in before them. Um, I like the stock a lot, honestly. I think I think they for, they got a lot of cash flow. They got like almost a billion dollars in cash flow. So when I say cash flow, that's cash on hand for them to do anything to acquire a company. You know, continue to do research and development. Um, and they and they just recently added someone to their board uh, who's like a, a, a like a novel expert. And on um, like like three D three D innovation on three D innovations and things of that nature, it's, I think I think it's a good long term play. Uh, I think I think going forward, you really want to see three D print and take off in, in a way that you know we thought it was probably ten years ago, but in a different aspect and not you know not three D printing you know uh, you know chairs and things like that, but like three D printing electronics. That's that's different and that's that's something that's never been done before. All right, man. I appreciate you on me. But one, one last question about in NDM. How much you? How much is trading at the moment? You know. Uh, I think it's around like thirteen dollars. I mean, it's like thirteen, fourteen dollars right now. Um, uh, I mean, it's, it's it, it went up. You know, I mean, again, you gotta you gotta price in. You know, folks that probably been buying in just because the price movement been going up. So, I mean, I I think right now, you know, if you're looking at that stock, you know. Uh, I just I just leave you with this information. You know, they 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 had got a a direct offer for additional shares. That's what it's called. It's called an ADS, additional direct 
direct shares. Um, that came in for like a $350 million investment at $9.50. If the stock gets anywhere close to $9.50, I think it's a good opportunity to buy. And don't be penny pitching saying, oh, I'm waiting for you to get to $9.75. Like, bro, you're not about to buy two million, two million stocks. Like, if, you, if, 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 if the price is at $10 and you're waiting for it to get to $9.50, you're talking about 50 cents a share, brother, and you're only trying to buy 100 Like, How much money are we talking about here? So if you like the stock... Is either you like the stock or you don't. A fifty cent difference ain't going to hurt your pockets by you getting in there or getting out. So that that that's what I leave you with. It, their last ADS or last direct offer is at nine fifty. If it comes anywhere close to that that you're comfortable with, I think is something that I would I would probably look at to 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 get back into. All right, my man, appreciate you. All right, man, no problem, man. I mean, yeah, man. Stop gambling in these stock, stock market, man. <laughs> this ain't nothing but fan do it, brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's how you're treating it, brother. I'm going to holler at you, though, man. You be safe out here. All right, you be good. Well, you heard it here first. Your boy is definitely about to go broke. <laughs> nah, I'm messing around. But, yo, shout out to the boy Camden and Chris, man. Appreciate you for dropping in. Um, but, nah, though, I mean, this ain't rocket science, people. I hope we broke it down enough. Hope we made it make sense. Hopefully, y'all in better shape than the boy. But I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. I mean, jumping on what I can jump on. Can't miss the boat, man. Definitely can't miss the boat. Mano, 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 Mano. BJ, 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 BJ. This ain't rock science, people. No.